This is Ravens Flock Talk Podcast, coming to you every week with their thoughts and opinions on each and every Ravens game. Tune in weekly and join the flock. You are now tuning in to Ravens Flock Talk. I am your host, Brandon, and this is going to be an interesting episode, one that's very unique due to the circumstances. I don't have Dan with me here, my co-host, but let's get right into it. And the reason for this podcast is because of that Monday night football game, Steelers against the Chicago Bears. And you might be wondering why I'm talking about this on a Ravens podcast, but this is our arch rival. This is a, a, a team in our division, but the way that game transpired is the reason why I wanted to give this little episode. I want this to be around 10 minutes, so not too long, but I have, I have some things I want to get off my chest, first and foremost. But I want to put it out there. I didn't watch 95% of this game. I went to the gym. Dan stayed here and watched the entire game. But the reason why is because I know what happens when it comes to watching this Pittsburgh Steelers. And I can't watch them unless they're playing Baltimore. So I had to get my workout in, and I'll come back, and whatever happens, happens. And especially on Monday Night Football in Pittsburgh, you know Pittsburgh and their tradition. They live off of those 50, 60 years of their history. Let's bring out Franco Harris. Let's bring out Bill Cowher, Jerome Bettis, you name it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. But this game last night was unique. And when I get home, Dan grilled into me how this game was going. They took off two touchdowns. I'm going, you know, this is Pittsburgh. This is why I left. Because I just, I'll just watch the, the dying minutes of the game. And I watched about 10 to 15 minutes of the end of this game. And that's all, that's all that I needed to see. I, I didn't need to see the whole game to know how everything transpired. But then again, I've seen this before with Pittsburgh. Especially in Pittsburgh. And I'm not one for conspiracy theories. But doesn't it make you question, what is going on in this league? What is going on in this league? We've had cheating before. Ask Bill Belichick. Eric Mangini exposed him, and Bill got caught multiple times. So it makes you think, hey, does Pittsburgh have the refs in their back pocket? Do they? Because some of those calls at at the end of the game, and I'm just talking about the end of the game, are ridiculous. And you know what call I'm talking about, the taunting call. Cassius Marsh gets a sack celebrates with some bicycle kick, and then looks over at the Steelers' sideline from the middle of the field. Didn't say a word. Didn't dance. He's just glancing over there. And it's, a, and it's a penalty. And then I go on social media, and I see as he's going to his sideline that he bumps into the ref. But, oh, wait, he didn't bump into the ref. The ref bumped into him and threw a flag. The ref being Tony Corrente, who's been a referee since 1995 and ref the Super Bowl. Well, guess what? That can't fly because players can't touch the referee, which I understand. That makes total sense. But it should be vice versa, too. And he backed into him to cause him to bump into him. Now, you look back at that video... And he's already has his hand on the flag. So I don't know whether he was going to throw the flag because of the taunting that he, he already was in his mind. He was going to throw the flag. But then he backs into him and throws the flag. So you're going as a viewer, wait, what is the flag on? Is it on the taunting or is it because you initiated contact with him? 
That, to me, needs to be investigated. And people saying, well, um, uh, Cassius Marsh shouldn't have ever been taunting. Listen, let these players express themselves. At the end of the game, in the heat of the moment, you cannot throw a flag and dictate this game like that. That was a big play. They were going to get the ball back. And maybe Justin Fields goes down the field, rookie quarterback, and, and is the hero of the day. But instead, Pittsburgh extends the drive because of that and ends up with three points that they should never have had. That needs to be investigated. I'm sorry, because there's been cheating in this league before. And let me remind you about this Pittsburgh Steelers team against my beloved Ravens. Um, Mike Tomlin on the field looking up at the Jumbotron as Jacoby Jones is returning a kick near the sideline. And he's going, and he's going, and next thing you know... Tomlin jumps out of the way and Jacoby Jones falls down and looks back and says, hey, he's on the field. So don't think for a second that this Pittsburgh Steelers team isn't capable of doing something that needs to be investigated. Maybe they do have the refs in their back pocket. The Steelers are another team who are prone to have players fall down on defense and act like they're injured so they get an injury timeout as the offense is moving and grooving and their defense is tired. That, 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 is, that is not legit. He is not hurt. They are doing that on purpose. And they do it time and time again. And we as Ravens fans have seen. But I'm glad this happened on the national stage on Monday Night Football. I'm glad it did. Because whoever you root for, you now see how this team plays. We've been dealing with this for years. But on a national stage, they got to expose, and I'm glad. All that 50, 60 years of history, and let's all suck up to them. Now their image is tarnished. And I'll say this, karma comes back to you. Because they play, of all teams, the Lions next week. And everybody but Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is going to be rooting for the Lions. Especially a team that's winless, 0-8. They, they deserve some luck. And Pittsburgh deserves some karma after that. That is embarrassing. Roger Goodell should be ashamed. And I get it. The ratings are sky high. But you know why? It's because fans are loyal to their teams. Ask the Jets. Ask the Lions. Ask the Jaguars. They'll still watch. Some will still go to the games. And games are not cheap. Ask the Bengals. Ask all these teams. That's why the ratings are sky high. Because they have loyal fans. But... Ask every one of those fans how they think about the game played today. They won't like it. This is not college football. I don't want to see 50 points a game. Alabama versus, I don't know, any other low-tier team that shouldn't even be playing them. I don't want that. It's too much offense. Defenses can't do anything. This guy gets a sack, doesn't say a word, and he gets penalized. And then the ref bumps into him? That ref should not, you know, as Shannon Sharp said, that he should be banned for a game. You know what I say? He should be banned from refing in the NFL. Go to Canada and coach, coach in that league. But you can't coach in the NFL, Tony Corrente. I don't care what your resume looks like. That's inexcusable. That's inexcusable. And Pittsburgh got exposed on national television, and I'm glad. Because they are one of the most popular teams along with Dallas and, and New England. So it's good to see a team like that get exposed. He needs to be gone from the NFL and every single one of those refs on that staff needs to be gone too. It needs to be investigated. I'm sorry. Something is fishy about this game. Something really is fishy. 
Because Chicago got screwed, and Chicago deserves a break. They've always been middle of the pack. They've always been the epitome of mediocrity. They've never had a franchise quarterback. Never. They should have won this game, and it was stripped from under them. And I'm not going to get into the coaching of this game. It was horrible. Matt Nagy needs to be gone, so I feel for Chicago fans. I feel for them, but they deserve this win. Even with all the offside calls, all the mental mistakes, this team is undisciplined. But my God, those penalties and big moments where Chicago finally gets a break. Oh, wait. No, they don't. And like I said, I didn't watch 95% of this game. But all I heard was Fields was getting pummeled. No call. Yet Ben, Mr. Old Man, falling, and it's roughing the passer. So if you're a team like Chicago with a, with a rookie quarterback or a Jacksonville or Houston or the Jets, and you're going against these premier quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and I got to throw Ben in there for whatever reason. I don't know because he's not good. He stinks. But guess what? You're going to get screwed over with calls. You're not going to get those calls because they favor those guys because it's all about ratings. It's all about ratings. It is bad for the league if Mahomes gets hurt. And you know what's crazy to tie it into Baltimore? Is we have a premier quarterback. We have a former MVP. But does he get the calls? No, because he's a running quarterback, just like who? Justin Fields. But quarterback is a quarterback. It's got to be universal. If you're going to call it for Aaron Rodgers, call it for Justin Fields. But no, it's in Pittsburgh, and you, as a Ravens fan, you knew this was going to happen. You knew this was going to happen. This team is not good, and they continue to get bailed out by the league. So, Roger Goodell, come on, man. Th this league is beginning embarrassing. It's embarrassing the way the game is played. You can't touch anybody. Why is it every big play you have to hold your breath because you don't know whether a flag's going to happen or not? When Chicago scooped that fumble up, I was waiting for a flag. That should not happen. That should not happen. We should not be on pins and needles because a big play is going to get called back. It's unfair. And it shows you where how this league is, is turning. There's too much rules. There's too much stupidity. Why in overtime, only one, if, the, if the team that wins the coin toss scores a touchdown on the first drive, it's game over. Really? Everything's wrong about this league and especially this game. This game was a bad look for the NFL. It was a bad look for Roger Goodell. This overtime rules, I mean, I could go on and on about the problems in the NFL. But see, we are loyal fans and we're going to watch anyway. And they know it. They have us in their back pocket. Just like Pittsburgh has the refs in their back pocket. You're going to tell me if you have a Super Bowl and you got Mahomes and Brady and Mahomes wins the coin toss and scores a touchdown, it's over? Your beloved Tom Brady doesn't get a ball, doesn't get the ball back to prove himself? The overtime rules got to change. The refs got to change. The rules needs to change. We got to get back to football. I feel like I'm watching soccer. This game looks scripted. I didn't know if I was watching the NFL or WWE. Was John Cena out there? Was Triple H out there? I don't know. Everything seems scripted. And I can't get on anybody that says the NFL is rigged. How can I argue with them as much as I love this league? Watch this game. And that's all, that's all that you need to know. So I'm upset because emotionally I was invested in this game. Even though the Ravens weren't playing because that's how much I hate Pittsburgh. I hate everything about Pittsburgh. I hate their jerseys. I hate their city. I hate their stadium. I hate their field. I hate their head coach. I hate Ben. 
Everything about them makes you want to throw up. So I was emotionally invested in this game, and this game ended like this, and I've seen it too much times. The only difference is Chicago was the one that lost instead of us. I've seen it too much time, year after year after year, and it's nice to see people online seeing that and saying, this was rigged. The refs wanted them to win. Finally, people that don't even root for the Ravens are seeing that. And I say, good, ruin their image because it needs to be ruined. I am sick of the NFL sucking up to this team. Especially now, they stink. They are bad. Back in the day when they had Heinz Ward, Santonio Holmes, Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, they were good. They were good. They were lucky, but they were good. But now they stink, and they're still lucky. And it makes me sick. Something needs to change. They need to look into this. Honestly, it is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. That ref, they don't have an investigation. Something is honestly wrong with this league. And they should get used to investigations with John Gruden, Henry Ruggs, everything that's happening in this league. And in this year, what is one more investigation? Do it. Do it. It's a bad look for this league. It honestly is. And this is the best league in, in, the, in the world, in my opinion. There's no, there's no league like it. So I, it, it sucks to see, but it's not surprising. It's not surprising at all. And I feel for Cash Marsh, a guy that made a play against a team he was on the practice squad with, I heard. That's why he was, quote-unquote, taunting. He was emotionally invested. It's an emotional game. Let these players play the, the dying minutes of the game. Let them express themselves. I don't want to see a guy like uh, act like Barry Sanders when he makes a big play and just walks to the sideline. That's why New England has no personality. Let these players express themselves. They're playing a beautiful game that they love. They're happy to be out there. He makes a big play. That defense needed that play. And yet, they were penalized for that. That's wrong. That is wrong. So I hope the Lions have an upset game and beat them because karma is a son of a gun. And I hope Pittsburgh gets it because they deserve to get it. So that's all I had to say about this Monday night game. It was the most ridiculous 10 to 15 minutes of a football game I have ever seen. If I saw the whole game, I probably would be in cardiac arrest by now. I'll be in the hospital. I can't take it. And also, I will say this. I can't wait to play them too. I really can't wait. This is going to be an interesting, interesting season. Because this game really, honestly, just upped the ante for me. It really did. You know, it was cool. We were winning games. But this really has, like, revived my hatred for them, as bad as they are. I should not hate a team that sucks this bad. But when you leave it up to those zebras, this is, what's, this is what you're going to get. And it's unfortunate, and something needs to change. But will it? I doubt it. So that's all I have to say. We will be commenting on the Thursday night game against the Dolphins. So it's going to be a busy week with the inclusion of this episode. But I hope people understand what I'm, where I'm coming from, even if you're a Pittsburgh fan. It was nice to see some Pittsburgh fans say, hey, we are lucky. We are lucky. The refs don't want us to lose. You know, I, I, if, even if you root for Pittsburgh, even if you root for Pittsburgh, if you're level-headed, I can be like, you know what? I, thank you. Even though you're a Steelers fan. But don't be delusional. We all like to blame the refs and this and that. I get it. I get it. Everybody likes to blame the refs. But this was obvious. It was blatant obvious. And it was a stain 
on this league.